Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. If you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On this week's Dear Viv, a teenager who won't do his schoolwork, parents leaving a childhood home, and a Mother's Day conundrum. Our first question this week. Dear Viv, I've got a teenage son who, quite frankly, is bone idle. I attended his parents' evening recently to discover that he's not doing any of the work that he needs to be doing to even stand a chance of passing his A-levels. I've done everything. I've sat down to help him, yelled at him, helped create a work diary, you name it. And yet the penny hasn't dropped, so now I really don't know what to do. I think what makes me particularly angry is an awareness of what a privileged position he's in. He's got a stable, supportive family, doesn't have any external worries or pressures outside of those of a normal teen and has access to a great education. We're contemplating the threat of him needing to get a job to pay his way through retakes if he does fail. But could that backfire and the lure of money deter him from passing his exams altogether? I'm really at my wit's end. Neither the carrot nor the stick seem to be working. What do we do next? Oh dear, the curse of the bone-idle teen. Well, this is a well-worn question, isn't it? And perhaps it will help you to remember that. You are not the first parent and you will not be the last parent to have a teen who looks as if they're going to fail everything. I'm thinking about the time of year and realising that there is time for this to be fixed or turned around. The exams aren't until late spring. But it's also important that you turn this around in your own head because this may be a situation beyond your control. I know that's painful to hear. I have friends who have seen their children through A-levels. My eldest is 14, so I don't have personal experience of this ultimate nightmare yet. Uh, And I've watched these friends adopt various strategies. Here are the options I've seen. Number one, back off. Show him you're supportive but that you expect him to step up and do this stuff himself. You can't take the exams for him, so let it go and see what happens. Option number two, (laughs) lean in. I have one friend who sat down with her son every day for about six months and physically did his homework with him. It got them both through. 
It's an extreme approach and it's not one that I think I could personally face, but it's what some people do. Number three, enlist the help of another adult. Bring in someone who isn't family, a godparent, a young adult, a tutor. Get them to make a plan with your teenager and keep your relationship out of this fight. This is a good option, I think, if this person exists in your family's life or if you can afford to buy them in. (laughs) Number four a money-related solution. As you suggest, some kids are motivated by the idea that if they fail their exams, they can just go and get a job rather than have to go and do more studying at university or whatever. Others, on the other hand, are motivated by being paid sums of money for specific grades. Personally, I think it's healthier to keep money out of these transactions, but I don't judge other parents. Get your family through this however you can. So those are just some of the options. Opening up to other parents with kids in his age group might yield more. It might help to sit down and make a list of these options, even the ones that you think are impossible for you. I think you need to become aware that you have choices here. You can choose to be less angry. You can choose to feel less responsible. You can choose to overlook the fact that he doesn't understand how lucky he is. Turn your focus away from him a little and look at yourself. You may have to accept that you can't entirely control this situation. You can only try things and do your best and accept that your efforts may or may not work. Blaming and being a control freak will not help here. Sometimes teenagers are just teenagers and we have to accept that they need to make their own mistakes in life. Of course, we can't stand by while they do that. We have to support and guide But we also have to accept that they are virtually adults and all the support and guidance in the world cannot change them into someone they don't want to be at that moment in time. Take the pressure off him, but more importantly, take the pressure off yourself. Breathe, be calm, have a laugh about it, and the solutions will present themselves more readily. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, my parents are in their late 60s and are moving house soon, downsizing to a smaller place down the road from the house they own now, which is the house I grew up in. I know it shouldn't be a big deal for them to be moving house. I'm in my 30s and have a flat of my own. I'm one of the few in my group of friends who's lucky enough to own a place. And although I'm chronically single, I'm pretty happy with my lot in life. But their move means I will have to say goodbye to a lot of childhood memories, which up until now have always been constant. The apple tree in the garden, the door with our height measurements on, not to mention my childhood bedroom, which I still stay in when I visit. It feels like the end of an era, but it's also making me think about how I've aged and, more importantly, how my parents are ageing and might not live forever. Perhaps it's very spoilt to be thinking this way when a lot of people don't have this stability or lose parents very early on. Do you have any advice on how to come to terms with it all? Thanks. Oh, lovely daughter losing her childhood home. What a sweet letter. Don't feel bad about your feelings. They're just feelings. You don't need to feel guilty about people who have never owned a house any more than you need to feel guilty about all the starving children in Ethiopia when you're having your dinner. These thoughts can be destructive and self-defeating. 
you have strong feelings of a fear of loss. That's entirely normal. Who wouldn't be grieving their childhood self, the loss of this beautiful house, the loss of the memories, the awareness that your parents are ageing? This is the pattern of life. And it is really bloody sodding painful. Often we're able to ignore the pattern of life because we just get on and live day to day and we have so many distractions. Then along comes some great big totem to remind us that we and everyone we love are not going to live forever. These markers in life and house moves are a huge one, are always difficult and everyone experiences these things as something significant to be managed. So this is the question to ask, not so much how can I come to terms with this, but how can I manage my feelings? Give yourself plenty of time to think about it all and process it all. If you're really feeling upset, it wouldn't be a crazy idea to book a one-off session with a counsellor or a therapist to talk it all through. There's a list of recommendations at welldoing.org. Maybe your parents are feeling the same way and would appreciate your honesty. Hiding these feelings or trying to push them aside won't make things better. Going deeper into the feelings and talking them out is what makes things better. For some people, rituals are useful. Making a scrapbook or a photo album of the old house, starting an Instagram feed with pictures of all the funny old items that will be unearthed by this process, writing a diary about objects that you loved in that house... I mean, this is a really personal process. Other people find it really cathartic to use a house move to unearth stuff to sell on eBay and set an income goal. Make £200 and take your parents out for an amazing dinner to celebrate their ability to move on in life. These are the things that help us at these difficult milestone times in life. Talking, remembering, laughing, crying and finding meaning. Good luck. Our last question this week. Dear Viv, Mother's Day. It's the one day a year where your family are supposed to worship at your feet, give you flowers, make you breakfast in bed and do all the other stereotypical stuff we are supposed to love as women. Though all those things are fine, usually on my birthday. This Mother's Day, I literally want my family to book me into a hotel the night before and for me to wake up on my own. Is it bad I don't want to be reminded that I am a mum on Mother's Day. Ah, I love this. This is hilarious. Yes, of course. This is what we all really want as mothers, for everyone to just bugger off and leave us alone. What better message for this special celebration? Mother's Day, the day when no mother has to spend any time with her family. I'm totally on board with this. In answer to your question, is it bad? then nothing in life is bad apart from criminal activity or actions that cause others harm if it makes you feel good. So I would just ask you to have a long think about whether you'll really feel good about this. I think you probably need to sound out your family on how they feel. If they love the idea and respect your need for some time and space to yourself, then great. If they show some hesitation, then you might have to accept the inevitable reality. (laughs) Mother's Day is not necessarily a day when we celebrate mothers and do what the mothers would really like. Mother's Day is often a celebration for the rest of the family where they get to show off about 
about how much they love the mother. That in itself can be exhausting and not much fun for the mother, but no one ever thinks about this. I applaud you for having thought about it and for knowing what you want. But if you felt 100% okay with it, you would have just gone ahead with it without asking me. So there's a doubt there. And I think it can only be dispelled by talking to your family and seeing how they feel. Because if you're having to push this through and they don't understand why or respect it, then you're not going to enjoy this hotel break in the way that you deserve to. It's not bad to want what you want, but it is tricky sometimes to explain to others why you want it. And in the context of Mother's Day, this stuff can be very emotive. So open a conversation and see what happens. Meanwhile, though, are you really wedded to the idea of being alone in this hotel on Mother's Day? It's just I'm thinking that I might come with you. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.